One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Last time on Astronautica. Our heroes found themselves upon the planet Mars, lush and green and full of shopping. And now their shopping excursion continues. But what things will they buy? What shenanigans may they get up to? Who else is going to get, like, a, a callback that wasn't expected? Well, you best stick around, because you're about to find out, right here and now, on Astronautica. You wander uh, the shops looking for clothing, um, and you come to an area, there's sort of like a little garden area, and there's a little shop in the back that catches your eye. Mm-hmm. And you realize why uh, after a moment. Why is that? It's got a fanny pack on its sign. Is it, like, just a fanny pack shop? No, it seems to have more. But there's something about that that is, shall we say, intriguing. Did the shop that we shopped in the first time have a fanny pack? No, it was a fucking blue tarp. Oh, okay. I just... I'll I'll go check it out, I guess. You poke your head in. And inside, 
you see a bunch of young women working to tailor various things. And sitting in the back is the old Russian lady. Yeah. As you walk in, the bell rings in the door, and she stands up and goes, Oh, oh, my bones. Hello. And she looks at you, and you can tell immediately she recognizes you. And then her eyes narrow, and she says, Where is Fanny Peck? And now, due to a whoopsie-doo omission in editing, we're going to flash back to earlier that day. All right. You now have a bunch of grenades. Um, yep. Um, in my duffel bag. In I your guess. duffel bag, yes. That also has my katana in it, you know. <laughs> Um, are there storage lockers? I'll roll on the... All uh, theme parts? I'll, I'll roll on the, the be nice dice for this. <laughs> uh, 16. Yeah, there are. Oh, I'm going to go to a storage locker that's generally in the vicinity of where we got dropped off. Because I'm assuming that's where we're going to meet up again. Sure. And I'll, I'm just going to, you know, badoop with my data band and set one of those up. Excellent. Just stick that and probably my jacket and my helmet in there as well sure so i'm just in like my you know black pants and t-shirt and hopefully looking at least a little bit less um out of place sure. less beat up yeah um and then i'm going to try to find uh not necessarily a spa treatment but like a bathhouse yes uh, you find like a gym bath. Yeah, you find there are like <laughs> along the beach. There are also like public showers for people trying to, you know, who like shower off from the water. Um, yeah. And there's one where you can pay a nominal fee to have like a, a private stall. Um, Perfect. We're going to do that. Is there, is there a, also a place to buy soap? Yeah, there is. There's a dispensing. Okay, cool. Uh, a little, like, yeah. vending machine that dispenses soaps and, you know, fucking Axe body spray. and. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, so we're going to get some soap. Do so. Um, and a handful of sand. <laughs> you do so. <laughs> and I'm going to go literally, like, scour all of this you shit off of do. me. You do. You do. <laughs> The sand is very fine silicate. It's a good scrub. And you, yeah, you managed to scrub yourself down. And, um... Yeah, uh, yeah scour the hair. You do so. curls up. Yeah, you do so. Yeah. I might, like, wash my shirt off, too. <laughs> Not the jeans, because those will take forever yeah, to dry. But, you do like, so. wash the shirt off and put on wet shirt again. Um, you do. Um, I'm assuming it's nice and warm. It's oh, yeah. a little I mean, dry is, off pretty quickly. It is gorgeous you know. out. Um, um, not too humid. You know. No, it is. It is a proper Mediterranean-style beach. Amazing. It is. It is. Yeah. You know, Wonderful. maybe like 85, but it's got that delicate breeze and there's very low humidity. Yeah. yeah. So that's just gonna dry right yep. up. Um, perfect. Um, so yeah. So I'll do that, and then I'm gonna. Start looking for a couple of different clothing shops. You do so. You are amazed, actually, uh, by the amount of blood that comes out of that T-shirt yeah. when you wash it. Uh, there's, there's been a lot on there. Can't wait um, to wash the jeans. 
Yeah. Um, question. Do you have your fanny pack on you or no? Oh, yeah. That would probably still be there, I guess. Okay. That's nice. Oh, okay. no. I would have cool. put it. I would have put it in the locker. It had. It has grenades. Okay. It has C4 in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would have. That would have gone. Transfer them out into the. No, I don't think yeah. there's anything else in there that I need. All of my knives sure. are like on my person. Yeah. I can't imagine I would have. I, I didn't really need it. I needed it for storage of the C4. Gotcha. was really the reason we picked up the fanny pack. All right, error fixed. And now, on with the show. Where is fanny pack? I put it in storage so no one would steal it. I got one of those, like, beach lockers. She gives you a really hard look and then nods and says, Good. You still have Yes, 100%. Come in, come in. What can I do for you? Um, well, I'm looking for kind of a bunch of stuff. Uh, for instance, I'd, I'd really just love more of, like, this, but fancier. I'm gonna, like, gesture at, like, my black t-shirt and black jeans, skinny jeans, just be like, you know, just, we're... We're not on Earth, and this clearly is Earth clothes, apparently. Uh, so, <laughs> I'd like to upscale this for where we are. She uh, she gives a, a chuckle, and she says, Here, you are mistaken. You see, it's not nature of clothes that makes rich person. It is mentality. And she taps her forehead to look like rich person. You simply have to think like rich person. It's simple as that. But I can sell you overpriced fancy clothes if you would like. Sure. All right. As long as they come in black. She rolls out some black jeans pre-ripped. Um, yes. That cost mm -hmm. 800 times what you paid for yours. <laughs> uh some black combat boots that look almost identical to yours, but probably aren't quite as waterproof. Um, <laughs> that cost 800 times what you paid for yours. And a t-shirt, pre-ripped. <laughs> Do you want, she says, logo or no logo? No logo. No logo. Um, and she pulls out a series of black t-shirts and she says, V-neck or a cross? Uh, can I get both? Sure. Yeah. Gotta have options, right? She mixes and ma matches. And then she says, And how is coat? Oh, uh, my coat got kind of beat up. Your coat? What do you mean, coat got beat up? That was Kevlar. Yeah, I got... It got a couple of rips in it. I got attacked by a murderous kitchen robot. She gives you a look, like a really hard, piercing look, and she nods and says, hmm, kitchen robot. Yeah, it was terrifying. Definitely wanted to murder me. Never trust robot in kitchen. It's human job. That's what her cook was saying, but nobody would listen to him. Yeah, your cook is smart man. That's good, he's in retainer now, so, you know. Good. <laughs> Tell me, you get into scraps, yes? Uh, yes, quite often. 
And through all this, you still have Fanny Pack? 100%. I can go get it if you want. I think I'd trust. I think I'd trust. I would not lie to you about having my Fanny Pack. <laughs> that would be good, because you know what would happen. It would not be good for me. No. So. I still think you'd enjoy it, though. I give her, like, this little sly smile. She says something in Russian, and uh, the girls stop their work, and they take a break, and they uh, walk outside. And she says, why don't you and I take walk? Sure. She leads yeah. you um, down a hallway in the back, and you see all along the walls, there are these beautiful framed glass butterflies. They're mounted butterflies inside a clear glass frame with like, you know, wood around the sides. Um, yeah. yeah. She walks you out to this beautiful back garden. There are flowers everywhere. It is, the air is thick with honeysuckle and lavender and there are butterflies everywhere. And okay. she sits down on a bench uh, and she sort of pats the spot next to her. Yeah, I'll sit down next to her. And she says, you seem like uh, competent. I'd certainly like to think so. It's good, it's good. Is uh, the big baby still alive as well? <laughs> yes, they're all still alive. Yeah, that is good. <laughs> He has fanny pack as well. Last I saw him, he still had his fanny pack. Mm. Then you are not all so bad. Even the big whiner boy. <laughs> he is he has proven himself quite quite competent. Sometimes. Yeah, as it goes, as it goes. Hmm. I have friend. You see. Friend is um, <laughs> big fan of butterfly hunting. And here is the thing about butterfly hunting. She reaches in to her tight gray bun and she pulls out a little hairpin and she begins rearranging her hair. And then she pauses for a moment and she says, look over there. You see that one, the butterfly, the blue one. And sure enough, yeah. there's this gorgeous like blue morpho that flits and flutters and lands on a palm tree. And she says, this one is beautiful, yes. Mm-hmm. And also draws attention to itself. We know what happens when butterflies draw attention to themselves. She flicks her finger and the pin stabs through the butterfly, pinning it to the tree. Oh, fuck and the butterfly dies instantaneously. And she says, too much attention. Even if it is trying to hide, it looks like it hides. You see, this is the problem with you. You try to hide. You are not comfortable being seen. You have to own not being seen. She holds out her hand and after a moment, 
just a little white butterfly flits around and momentarily lands and then flits away. And she says, that is cabbage white. They are everywhere, like pigeons, like rats. They are not special, but here is what they are. Invisible. I'm sure you are asking yourself, why is old lady talking about butterflies? Get the point. I am getting there, I am getting there. Don't you worry. Once, long ago, I was, um, let's say, you remind me of myself when I was younger. Now, I'm old and fat, but <laughs> we should all be so lucky. Yeah, I mean, that's the goal, right? That is goal. It's good goal. You see, most of the people I worked with were not so lucky. I am sure I do not need to spell out for you precisely what I did. No, I don't think, I don't think you do. Smart girl. All these assassins and criminals, they pick such fancy, absurd names. Blue Morpho, Black Vido, it's ego, it's ego. All it is, that's all they want, to be seen, to be recognized. Be the one that is unseen by being seen. I think I get it. I think I understand you. Good. Then you will know what to do with this. She stands up and goes over to uh, a little garden shed. She opens it up and uh, pulls out a small box and blows the dust off of it. And she pulls a key off of her uh, that's around a chain on her neck. She delicately unclips it. She unlocks it and opens it. And inside is a coat. She lifts it up and she says, try it on, try it on. I of, of course do with the strange mafia assassin lady. Uh, 100%. Uh, she is life goals. Um, it actually amazingly fits you perfectly. And she says, see? I told you, not so different. This is your future. <laughs> and and she points to her her, mm. her sagging her <laughs> sagging stomach and she says, as long as you don't die. I just grin. <laughs> this coat is special to me, but I have no use for it. It's a boring hole in pocket. It is time for it to move on. Find a new person to there's a little, so this coat is basically um, like a, a high-necked trench coat with sleeves that open slightly. They taper down slightly. Um, it sits around shin length, and it has a hoodie built into it. It is impeccably made. It is clearly one of a kind. And she turns, she takes her hand very gently and turns it over. And on the wrist, there is this embroidered 
insignia. It looks almost like, um, like the patternings of a butterfly. And she says, touch here. I do so. You touch. And the coat goes from black to white. Sort of ripples out. And she says, the fibers in this are locked in quantum state, put electricity in, shift slightly, blah, blah, blah. Lots of science, not my forte. But, important thing, when you want to not be seen, you wear black. When you need to be seen, but still don't want to be seen, wear white. Here. She reaches in and pulls out, like, an old, like, smartphone. And she puts her arm around you, and she pulls it up for selfie. And she says, say cheese. Cheese. Uh, she takes a picture, and the flash goes off. And you see the picture. And there's her. And next to her is this halo of white. What the fuck? Oh, nice. This is technology oh that actually exists to yeah. this day, gang. Sure, yeah, yeah. Does it really? Holy yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's so cool. So, when need to be seen, can be seen. Ah, one more thing. Uh, and she, she gently takes the jacket off, and she puts a hand up in the hood. And you see on the back of the hood, you didn't notice them in the black, but on the white, there are some markings that look almost like a face. And she says, okay. in crowd, this confuses cameras. They see this, and the way light bends confuses apertures, makes it seem as if coming closer when moving further away, moving further away when coming closer. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Difficult to track. Interesting, indeed. And, on top of all that, of course, your face, as long as you are wearing it, is undetectable. To the camera, to a person, still see your face. Very beautiful. Fucking and she, science. like, pats your cheek. <laughs> oh, um, I love this lady so much. And she says, oh, and one more thing. She taps your wrist and it shifts to gray and she grabs a garden hoe and swings it against you. Yes, she does. Hazel, roll please for oh, me. shit, yeah. Armor class. I need a spinoff of just her now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's... She's, I like want to ask this woman's name, but I also only ever want to call her grandmother. Right. <laughs> uh, what am I rolling? So, your base is a four. Okay. But on this roll, you have a ten. What? So I, I roll ten dice. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I do. Okay, I got two successes. Two successes. Good. Um, you feel the fabric st 
stiffen around you. And as the impact hits, you feel the way the fabric moves distributes the energy out around you. What the fuck? And you take no damage, and the hoe handle breaks. You? Wow. <laughs> and she tosses it to the ground and says, also that, sometimes useful. Yeah. Yeah, just a little bit. The two more things for you. She reaches into the case, and there's a false okay. bottom, and lifts it up, and inside there are three cylinders, each one roughly about the size of a, uh, that like handheld, something that would fit in your hand. And she pulls them out, and she says, here, don't point that face. Okay. I'll take them. All right. And I will not point them at anybody's faces. <laughs> well, point at some people's faces. Just not your own. Or your friends. Or mine, I suppose. Yeah. Oh, no. I, I, I'm assuming there are pockets in this giant jacket uh, of yes, amazingness. And I will, I will tuck them into the presumably many pockets yep. of this spy assassin jacket that I now have. She nods and smiles and says, it suits you well. But remember, beat the cabbage white. They never go for them. It's good advice. I know. That's why <laughs> I give it. Oh, thanks, Granny. Please, call me Nona. Nona, okay. She pats you on the shoulder and she says, I am hungry. Do you want to grab some food? Sure. Why not? Yeah. I'll take her to lunch. <laughs> All right. Dinner or whatever you time take, of day it is. You take knife babushka to lunch. Um, knife excellent. babushka is getting free lunch. Knife babushka, who has been upgraded from random NPC to a recurring NPC. Don't worry, I love her too much. Um, She's so great. And also to possible international assassin of great rare. Yeah. Who knows? I am so stoked oh my uh, God. to have Granny Assassin as my mentor. Like, <laughs> fuck yeah. She's kind of the shit. I knew she was going to make a comeback after I initially, because like she was just a random character that I like came up with on the spot because I was like, yeah. oh, we need some fun people. And then I was like, oh, she's going to come back. And then Ian wrote that thing. And I was like, all right, yes, and. Uh, so she's fucking like old lady John Wick. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> what, did, what did you write, Ian? Was it a... The cat and mouse thing on Patreon. Yeah, oh, okay. That Ian was just look. talking about, which is why, as he was talking about it, I was like, "Just yell, wait, she coming back." <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, cat, cat and mouse in the thing. Cat and mouse were supposed to like steal some stuff. Oh, it was it her store. Out it was her, yes. her store, and she just like is a fucking. That is fucking hysterical. She's fucking John I Wick, love man. It. She's ba She is Baba Yaga. She's like mm -hmm. actually Baba Yaga though. Amazing. Um, yeah. Uh, excellent. All right. Uh, you take her to lunch. Let's see. Oka, you've gotten your mm -hmm. drugs. Is there any other shopping you'd like to do? I would like to, um, yeah, I'd like to get a new outfit here. Hell yeah. Uh, there are lots of different stores. You can get whatever you would like. 
Uh, what sort of outfit is Oka going for? I'm going for a nice, um, solid uh, pantsuit that also, like, um, can double as armor. Mmm. Okay. Is that possible? Am I? That might be a little bit hard. That's a little more specialized, the doubling as armor. Um, okay, okay, okay. How about this? I'll keep my samurai armor that I can just put on, but I would like to have that suit. <laughs> Hell yeah. I mean, you can yeah. get yourself a goddamn pantsuit. Can we say um, it's flame retardant? That I can do. Yay. All right. Um, you walk in uh, to a tailor's shop. Uh, as three incredibly posh, opulent people walk out and kind of go, um, and you walk in and he goes, uh, is, is this another delivery? Is this what this is? What's yeah. the fuck is <laughs> and he skitters his way over to you and he says, how can I help you today? Yes, I'm looking for a nice uh, suit combo, pantsuit combo. I'm thinking something black with maybe a gold trimming. Mm, bold and adventurous. I like it. Certainly. And um, will you be paying by cash card? Uh, this thing. And I, data uh, you know. The, yeah, you data band. Oh, yeah. So we, we decided yeah. the name for these is officially data bands because I was tired of just going, what the fuck are these things? Um, data bands, of course. Data bands. Ah, uh, yes, of course. I think she still says these things because she doesn't pay attention. Sure. Yeah, you just, you flash <laughs> it. He nods and says, mm, excellent. Let's get to work, shall we? Um, and he begins, uh, he takes all your measurements. He is efficient and surprisingly fast. And he says, mm, yes, give me um, 20 minutes. Uh, mm, let's call it 30 minutes um, in case you need any special modifications. You can wait here if you like, or you can browse around. Okay, I'll, I'll browse around a little bit. Excellent. Um, he goes over to a computer and begins inputting all of these things. He pulls out a hard light data pad and starts adjusting things, and you see the 3D visualization of a suit begin to materialize, and he puts in specifications. He clicks a button and a drone comes out and scans your face really quickly, and then oh, wow. your uh, image is fully input into the model. It actually scans like your whole body up and down, and you are impeccably 3D rendered into this, uh, and he just makes some quick adjustments adjusting pant length size and sleeve length size. And he says, tell me, what sort of lifestyle do you like to lead? Are you a little more active? Is this leisure? Do you need us to be able to be a little flexible? What specifically do you want? A little flexible. Let's see what you got there. Excellent. Uh, he makes a couple more adjustments. And then he mm -hmm. says, right, let's make some magic happen, shall we? Mm -hmm. And he presses a button. And a series of drones fly out. A mannequin rises from the floor in this center spot, and they begin rapidly 3D printing and weaving this bespoke suit. And it slowly starts rising from the bottom 
this process takes a little while. Um, do you want to visit any other shops while that's going on? Yeah, I might, uh, well, hmm. I've got some pretty decent weapons, but uh, since I have the money, <laughs> yeah, I'll go to the weapon shop if they have cool. any. Cool. Uh, you start looking around for the weapons shop. Um, there is not one that is labeled weapons because this is a posh yep. community. Uh, yep. You're not, you're not going to find a weapons store here. But after a little while, you're walking along the beach um, mm -hmm. and there is a stand that's selling or like renting umbrellas, chairs, and various swim accoutrements. Um and the guy who's sitting there is Squatch. And he's doing a crossword puzzle um, and just going, Oh, hi. How can I help you? You look familiar. Yeah, yeah. Beach chair? Uh, sure, I'll take a beach chair. Why not? All right. That'll be 10 credits, please. There you go. And also, do you have any... Weapons. <coughs> Sorry, uh, did you say weapons? Uh, yeah, I said weapons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as as you, an incredibly snooty man walks by and goes, "Excuse you," um, <laughs> and he says, "I remember you now." Sure. Hang on a second. Um, and he yeah. flips the sign to says, be back soon. And he leads you in back uh, into this little storage shed where there's just like pool floaties and extra chairs. Uh, and he says, right, uh, close that door, please. Okay, yeah, for sure. Presses a button and literally everything flips around the walls the ceilings the floor like literally everything except for the two spots you are standing and it was none of it was real all of it was guns um <laughs> he says so uh what specifically are you looking for uh man jesus oh 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 uh, do you have any like cool grenades I don't actually. I we sort of uh, there's a bit of a turf thing going on. I uh, I had to oh not do okay. the explosives thing. Uh, plus, there was an incident here in which I had to explain to the local authorities why the beach chair spontaneously combusted. However, oh, <laughs> uh, I do happen to have. Let's see. Ah, this should possibly pique your interest he pulls out it looks like a pistol it looks like a pistol had a baby with a sawn off shotgun um oh and he says okay. now the recoil on this might break your arm but also it will break anybody else who comes in contact with it oh all right yeah well i think i got pretty uh, pretty sturdy arm uh yeah i'll take it Excellent. No further explanation needed. <laughs> Brilliant. That's the kind of shopper yep. I appreciate. Um, yep. He says, there's also this baby. And he picks up this big uh, fucking machine gun. Good Lord. Oh, fuck. And he says, you, this might uh, be something that interests you. Oh, you know me too well. 
Throw it I in the car. I really don't know you at all, but you seem like a psycho who likes guns, and I appreciate that in my clientele. And thus, you know me. <laughs> Put it in the cart. <laughs> the cart, you meaning your hands. Uh, my said, hands, yeah. He sets it down. <laughs> Have any like bags or anything I could put? Like a what? Oh yeah, sure. Uh, he pulls out. Uh, <laughs> he pulls out a surfboard bag, and Ooh. begins sliding the weapons in. He says, "How are you doing on your uh, your hand-to-hand combat?" Uh, I'm doing okay. I wonder if you had any like uh, power gloves or anything like that. That's a little outside of my exact purview. I'm uh. more of a you know, slashy, stabby, shooty kind of guy. Oh, yeah, this is true. This is true. This is true. Well, you know, I can always use some knives. Excellent. And uh, let's see. And one more thing. And I just one more thing because I don't want to clean you out. You know, you got to run a fuck business after all. Um, Maybe some, like, do you have any, like, some killer dentures, like some teeth? Like, I can, I can just, like, uh, bangs or something just in case I find myself having to bite my way out of a situation. Oh, my God. Oh my god. I just rolled an 18 on the be nice dice. So <laughs> he goes, funny you should mention what that. What the fuck? Yeah. I, uh, back when I was a toy maker, I made these things. I wasn't really expecting them to come to any use, but you never know. Here. Uh he he gives you they're not dentures. They're essentially like little tooth capsules that go over the nice. top of the teeth. And he says, yeah, you can activate them and bite with them. I, I never really found much of a use for him, but, you know, hey. You just never know when you're in a jam. And you got to peanut butter your way out. I'll stop talking. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, well, yep. that is everything that I require. Uh, let's see right. here. We're paying by Databand today? That is correct. Excellent. Wonderful. Well, it is pleasure doing business with you again. Uh, if you have any friends, Likewise. tell them to come my way if they need any weaponry. Oh, I will. I will. Good. That's not ominous at all. <laughs> all right. All right. Bye. <laughs> have a good one. Enjoy your surfing, ma'am. Yeah. Uh, he goes back, flips the sign over to uh, open, and uh, starts renting out chairs and uh, umbrellas to everybody. And I also have a beach in chair. His so just, I have a beach chair for no reason, too. Yeah. So you got, let's see, uh, you got a couple knives. Yeah, you have a beach chair. Um, you got, let's say, we'll give you two knives. Uh, one beach chair, <laughs> the shotgun pistol, which I will explain about, and the machine gun. There we go. Okay, Excellent. Oka's gonna have a field day. I know. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, Kyler. Yay. Uh, you emerge from the spa pod a new man. Oiled glistening, sparkling. A perfect specimen. You better believe it, baby. Uh, you dress yourself, baby. and you go out uh, searching for anyone 
who you might be interested to bump into. Can I can I do a, a slight retcon? Because there is one more piece yes. to this ensemble that he would yes. need. And that is yes. a sick ride. A sick ride. I'm so glad you asked that because that actually feeds into the next thing I was going to do. Um, so you step out onto the street and are cut off by uh, a young fellow riding a motorcycle. Mm. Or should I say, sort of hovering on a motorcycle? <sighs> and then you see another and another go by. And then soon enough, you find the shop where a dude's got a white button down. He's got slicked back black hair, uh, sort of perfectly gelled. He's got a gold chain around his neck. You know the guy. Um, oh, and he's sure. standing there and he goes, Hey, you uh, looking for a ride? One doesn't simply look for a ride, monsieur. One finds themselves in need of a ride and drawn to where the universe may provide one. Would this be an instance such as that? Oh, yeah. I think I got just the ride you're looking for. He leads you into a little uh, showroom. And sure enough, there are hover bikes of various models uh, some of them look more like the Honda Shadow Arrow, Harley Davidson type. Some of them are a little bit more Japanese style, sleeker, and a little more like compact. Um, there's all sorts of various models. They come in really whatever color you would like. And he says, sky's the limit. Well, and that's the thing, isn't it? I would love great models here that you have out on the floor for uh, the common wealth, as it were. Um, I was hoping for maybe something a little more exclusive. Do you have anything that can uh, traverse vacuums for a short period of time even? Mm, no, I don't have anything that can do that, unfortunately. I mean, you know, you get enough trajectory out of one of these, it's fine, but you'd still need to be protected. But I do have something that's near and dear to my heart. Oh? Um, he, he leads you into the back workshop where... He's obviously been tinkering on things. And you see here in front of you a scooter. It looks like a Vespa. And he says, I know what you're thinking. Slow, boring. It doesn't strike the but... sensibilities upon looking at it. <laughs> Wait till you ride it. He turns it on and it gently floats up and he says all right uh sit tight <laughs> he hops on it and opens the garage door and he says you got a timer on that data band 
Uh, do I? It is the latest data band from... Okay, as, uh, as you are talking, he takes off in a flash. This thing is fucking fast. Like, there's a shockwave as he leaves. Like, pictures are knocked askew. Papers are knocked off the desk. You are ruffled as the dust just goes out behind him. And he zooms out and does this, like, fucking sick-ass wheelie, uh, like, up around, um, and, like, hops it onto a, one of the, like, road, uh, railings, slides it along, jumps off, does a flip with it, and then it, like, almost, almost instantaneously appears back in the shop, um, and he's windswept and wild, and he says, this is the single fastest thing that I own. If you're looking for speed, this'll do it. If you're looking for looks, I mean, I, I also have one that's made out of solid gold, but, you know. Damn. You can't tempt him <laughs> like that. Damn it. You know, I am no stranger to the deception of looks how much for the lightning vespa uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding I don't care I'll pay it alright <laughs> uh, you pay an exorbitant amount of money for a one of a kind class one I think vehicle Kyler oh baby yeah you can you can go fast in this. Yeah. And I mean you can go hella fast. Okay. Hot damn. Go fast, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, it can because it is floating, it can traverse over fairly rocky terrain. And it is banana yellow. Nice. Because it's Kyler Morgan Davies, baby. That's right. <laughs> All right. You've got a, a, a new whip. Um, at this point, Hazel, you're having uh, lunch with Knife Babushka. Um, yeah, Knife Babushka. Nona. Knife Nona. Knife Nona. <laughs> oh, yay. And uh, Kyler, I imagine, is whipping around on his new uh, scooter and uh, his new lightning Vespa. And uh, Oka... Uh, you still hey. have an address in your pocket that you haven't visited yet. Oh. Oh, yeah, then I'll visit that thing. Um, I also, you you pick up the pantsuit, I'll say. Uh, it okay, is cool. to your specifications and fits you perfectly. It is Yay. flexible and flame retardant. Yay. And will fit under your armor and come out of the armor without being creased or damaged at all. It'll always look perfect. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah. So, you head to the address in question, Oka? Yep. All right. I mosey on. You do so. You mosey um, with your surfboard bag. It takes you a little bit to get there. It's a little bit outside of town. Um, in a, a little back area, it's actually residential. And you've 
walk up to the address. There's a house. Front door. There's a doorbell. Um, I'll ring that thing. You do so. Uh, immediately, a dog starts barking. Uh, and you hear from in the back the sound of, like, clanking. And he goes, all right, Hannah, shut, shh, shh, shh. And then the dog's quiet down. And he opens it up and says, uh, can I help you? Uh, it's a, a young man. Seems kind of, like, a little weedy. He's got sandy blonde hair. Um, he's maybe 25, 26. And he, he says... Hi, can I uh, help you? Yeah, I give him the um, card that was slipped. Oh, hey, yeah, uh, sure thing. Come on, come here. Um, okay. You walk inside. It's like a twenty-five-year-old's house. There's like you know pizza boxes and the TVs on. There's also mechanical pieces everywhere. The windows are open. There's a beautiful breeze blowing through. He walks through. There's a couple of massive dogs who uh, bound playfully and begin to sniff your hand and uh, lick. And he, he says, come on, come on. And he leads you out back where there is something under a tarp. All right. Uh, say, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I think this is... Uh, God, I hope you're the right person, because otherwise I'm about to be in a lot of trouble. Not really supposed to yeah. have these things around here. Um, but I was told you were coming. This is excellent. I'll be happy to get it off my property. Here, he um, presses a... Uh, he doesn't press a button. It's a tarp. He pulls a... He presses a button on the tarp. Um, <laughs> fucking <laughs> cyberpunk tarp. It's a cyberpunk tarp. It's got pink and blue neon on it. He pulls it off. He presses a button and it pulls itself off. Cyberpunk tarp. My world building <laughs> is exquisite. Um, <laughs> he, he pulls the tarp off that inexplicably has blue and pink neon lights on it. And under it is a mech. Oh, shit. And he says... So, this baby's um, one of a kind. Really, really unique. She's pretty, you know, pretty something. Uh, I could spec her out how you'd like. Um, yeah, she's all yours. <laughs> you have no idea the amount of money that uh, you guys paid me. I'm going to live rent-free here for, God, six years. So, wow. Yeah, it's pretty, well, pretty, pretty awesome. Good deal. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought? So, uh, yeah, how do you want this to be specked out? What are you, what are you looking for? Uh, so this mech comes with a few built-in things already, and then there are three slots that you can customize how you want based on the stuff in the mech uh, chart. Um... I would probably recommend you do one of them as built-in weapon, unless you unless you don't want your mech no. to have a weapon. But that's a built-in weapon is perfect. Okay, we'll do that, that that's my personal recommendation. Thoughts, Ben, on what you would like it to have, capacity-wise. Yeah, I have two more slots, right? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I, I think. Could, uh, also, I will say you could take built-in weapon multiple times if you so wanted. Um, that's pretty dope. If you wanted different weapons. I'll do. I'll do the one weapon now. Cool. Um, high density. Plus plus one to armor. Yeah, I'll do that. Cool. And okay, so I'm torn between um. Magnetic boots and a camo camouflage unit. I'm gonna go with magnetic boots right now. Magnetic boots, cool. Uh, this is something that will, uh, you will be allowed to upgrade and and swap out as we awesome. go. So, all right, perfect. Hell yeah. He um, yeah. He says, all right, yeah. That sounds pretty fucking great. Uh, give me a sec. And he begins tinkering. He puts stuff together. Um. And he says, so, are you thinking more short range or long range for the, uh, the weapon of your choosing? Oh, God, let's do, uh, let's do short range. Excellent job. Just the thing. He futzes around and uh, sort of gets in it, and he says, observe. He turns it on, starts up no problem, and he whips out his arm and like a a giant thick ass blade just pops out right below the hand um it's like probably about like a solid four feet long good love um and he says this should probably help you with anything you might need it for nice yeah absolutely fuck yeah he uh fuck yeah give it to me powers on the uh, the magnetic boots and points it at uh, the nearby shed and there's like a piece of loose metal shingling that comes flying off and sticks to it, grabs it picks it up, tears it in half folds it up, pops it down, turns it off and he says I mean, look, mechs are awesome but uh, there's something else about this that I think you're really gonna appreciate oh, okay I like that. Mm -hmm. He uh, hands you just like a little box with a button. Mm -hmm. And he says, why don't you, uh, why don't you just walk over, walk to the other side of the yard and press it. All right. I do that. Um, you do that. You hear the sound of just something rapidly deconstructing and then the pieces begin to rebuild themselves up in front of you and this thing digistructs at your feet and he says as long as you are not you know in some place where the signal can't reach this thing you can leave it on your ship as long as you got that button with you you press that button got yourself a mech. Damn. Hell yeah. I like that. This is dope. Thank you so much. Uh, what was your name? I don't know if I caught that. Oh, my name's Armando. Armando, my man. Awesome. Thanks, Armando. Yeah, you got it. Oh, and uh, seriously, you can leave this guy here because I wouldn't advise going through town with a mech. Just oh, okay. yeah, press yeah, the yeah. button when you're at your shit and then you're good to go. Cool. 
Thanks, man. You want to need, uh, like, drugs? I feel like I should also give you... You want, you want something? Or oh, like... fuck yeah. I'll take some drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah what you got? i give him um, one of my hallucinogens. Uh, how many of those did I have? I gave you what? Never mind. I will give him one of the uh, stimulants. The stimulants? All right. You do. Yeah. <laughs> you do so. Yep, yep. Uh, there he... you go, pal. Hey, thanks. He pops it in his mouth, doesn't even ask. Beach life, baby. Um... All right, Kyler, you've got yourself a sporty new, uh, very fast scooter. Hazel, you've got yourself the sickest coat and some cylinders that do something. You're not sure what. Something. Um, and uh, yeah, Oka's got the mech. Is there anything else? Yeah, I was like, I wanted to go shopping for a few more pieces of clothing. Oh, if sure. That's possible. So you, yeah. you finish up lunch with Nana. You walk her back to her shop, and she says, Yeah, it is uh, It's good to see you again. It is wonderful to see you. I hope I continue to run into you. <laughs> Me as well, dear. Now, you be safe. You keep out of trouble. But, you know, I w- not, not too much. Of course. Just the right amount of trouble. Just the right amount of trouble. And seriously, don't point those things at your face. I cannot stress <laughs> that enough. Okay, I will not. I'll just point them at other people's faces. Yes, people you dislike. Perfect. All right, uh, you say goodbye. Uh, what else would you like to shop for? Uh, I want to find um, a bunch of, like, a, a handful. Because I have, like, I picked up, you know, a couple pairs of jeans and a couple of shirts and... Mm-hmm. Normal, normal hazel wear. Uh, I want to pick up a couple of like suits, um, in blacks and grays, and then a couple of like fancy dresses. <laughs> the like the slinky yeah, dresses like that a, you you see, yeah, like a little black dress. Um, yeah. All right. You... Yeah, those and those ones are gonna get tucked away real fast. No one else is gonna know that she has them, but nice. she she needs them for reasons. Yep. Uh, yeah, you do so. You. Yeah. The suits, easy, done. Now, do you go to a place that can like digestruct them, or are you? Uh... Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So you get these like specially built for you. You do so. Yeah, you get a couple. Slinky, just black. Are we only going for it's all blacks black? or grays? Blacks or monochrome. Grays. Okay, so yeah. you get you get some black. She doesn't understand how to make colors work with the red hair. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Just we're not going there. Yeah, uh, you get two black dresses and you get uh, a. Uh, I I'm gonna say for fun, you get a black suit, a gray suit, and you also get a white suit. So that matches. Oh, your, that would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I like that. Yeah. Those are going to get stored on the ship. Yeah. As you walk in um, and you start getting scanned, uh, the first couple times she scans it, she goes, oh. Hmm. Um, sweetie, my cameras are having a little bit of a hard time uh, with I, your jacket, I think. Um, getting a oh, different yeah. scan. Sorry, it's really old. It, it just cameras don't always like it for whatever reason scanners sure yeah heirloom pieces who knows i don't know yeah that makes perfect sense to me i'm not going to question that at all um, 
And uh, sure enough, you see all of the images of the scans of you. Your face is like fully like blotted out and like broken digital. And then around the back, you see this like projected out moth face. Huh. Um, that is like seems to be floating behind the actual thing itself. Um, Bizarre. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you get those dresses, you get those suits. Uh, is get there my swanky clothes. Yeah, you get your swank clothes. Yeah, that's, that's it. I just needed some swanky clothes. Excellent. For, for reasons. Excellent. Um, and there's the have to look expensive. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they look very expensive. As you walk along the boardwalk, heading back toward the area, uh, you're wearing your coat. You switch between them. You're looking the white, the gray, the black. And you switch it to black as you walk under a bridge. And you notice something. Like, it seems to get darker around you. What? Like just a little bit. And it it's funny. It almost seems like it's a trick of the eye. Mm. But, like... It almost seems like it's somehow bending the light around you. Oh, this thing's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want one of these. <laughs> so this is how this works. is When you're in black, you gain a plus two to infiltration to hide and stay hidden. Does not work in direct sunlight. Will work in any darkness. Dark heather gray. You can spend a light point to up your armor class by 1d6 for uh, one round. All right. Um, and the reflective white material of the white means that uh, your face is undetectable by cameras and all entities that use them, which include like most AIs and robots, when your hood is up. Uh, markings on the back of the hood, reminiscent of markings on the wings of a butterfly, register on facial recognition, but return errors as they are non-human. Additionally, the property of the face on the hood has the strange illusion of seeming to move closer as it gets further away due to a stereoscopic projection. This allows you to disappear into crowds very easily, giving you a plus two to hiding when surrounded by others. Oh, yes. This is so exciting. So... You've got the ability to hide in plain sight if you would like. Um, Never as long as there's, yeah. Never. Disappearing into crowds seems something that would be very useful. Um, so, you all reconvene at the spot where you were left off Hazel. You uh, get out, the. you go back to the locker. Um, and get out your um, duffel bag and your fanny pack and your uh, leftover jacket, your old jacket. Yeah. Um, oh, can I see if she can fix that, Babushka? Sure. Um, let's see. She looks at it and says, hmm, it's pretty big. I come back with the fanny pack and the and the jacket. Make her happy. <laughs> she says, it's fixable, but once this starts, will happen again. I 
it's mostly for backup. Yeah. Like, we'll you know, if something I would get caught without this one, I want to have like you know a spare kind of thing. Sure, sure. Yeah. Always had your bets. She sews it up and uh, gives it back to you. And she says, "On the house, lifetime guarantee." Thank you so much. So you take care, sweetie. Or I stab you. And I give her a big hug. Yeah, she pats you on the back. She says, "Da, now go do." And yeah, you return. You get your stuff. Um, you all converge, looking fresh, looking fly. And uh, the blonde-haired gentleman is standing there, and he says, "All right. Well, well, looks like you all definitely." Did what I suggested you do, so that's excellent. Now, uh, I just have um, a one quick question. Um, obviously, this ship will still be owned by Hopkins Inc. You are working for my client. Uh, however, he did tell me that it would be up to you to. Uh, Name the ship. Oh. Well, I think uh, that's no. obvious. Thank right. Mm, what would you call it, Mr. Morgan Davies? The Morgan Davies. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, God. No, I can't. Wow. Oh, my God. Uh, he, he raises an eyebrow and says, well, that is, um, definitely one thing you could call it. Uh, Miss Sani, it seemed like you had an idea. Uh, yeah, yes, that's, uh, our group, the, the, the walrus team, seven. I was thinking we would name the ship Cuckoo Kachoo. <laughs> MDS Cuckoo Kachoo. Uh, Cuckoo Kachoo. The Cuckoo Kachoo. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, we could just call it the Yellow Submarine. Oh, fuck. That works too. Fuck. <laughs> All right. So we have as options Yellow Submarine, <laughs> the Cuckoo Kachoo. Finish it. Kachoo. That is obviously spelled with C's, not with K's, because you would not want to abbreviate that otherwise. Yes, no. Uh, Correct. No, thank you. I was writing that out, and I was like, hmm. Ah, ah. Is it normally with K's? I always thought uh, it was with C's. No, I was just... Isn't it not even cuckoo cachoo? No, it's like goo goo gajoo, but he just makes yeah. a fucking noise. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, I just wrote the cuckoo. Yeah, it's goo goo gajoo. I just wrote Officially the, the, the cuckoo word. cashew. Um, <laughs> that is even better. Cuckoo cachoo. Honestly. And then the Morgan, the Morgan Davies. Uh, and he says, well, these are all such winning ideas. Uh, why don't you talk it out amongst yourselves? Okay. Um, so all in favor of vetoing the Kylan Morgan Davies. Not I. <laughs> I. I. All right, so that's two against one. I can go one. for the astrolabe, but nothing <laughs> less. 
after that. This is Ian. I don't give a shit, but Kyler's st still trying to. Sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Astrolabe's not actually the worst name for a spaceship I've ever heard. Um, all right. What do y'all think? Talk it out. Uh, I like the cuckoo could chew because I'm. <laughs> Because I suggested. Because <laughs> I suggested. This is the sort of teamwork that makes Walrus Team 7 so incredible. Meta-wise, mm -hmm. I enjoy the thought of Cuckoo Kachu and having to make Matt say that in a very serious tone as dramatic things happen on the ship. <laughs> but let's not, let's not uh, torture the person who has to make this story pleasant for us. <laughs> also wise and fair. Oh, I don't I don't have to make it pleasant for you. Oh, that's that's my point. <laughs> uh, I actually kind of like the astrolabe. As much as I also enjoyed the Beatles references. The what was it? The astrolabe? It's um like an old navigation tool, right? And an astrolabe is an old navigation tool. It also happens to be Kyler Morgan Davies' hit single from yeah. when he was a kid. Oh, yeah, that's hilarious. Like a... uh, I don't think Hazel would know that. Absolutely <laughs> not. But she would... I don't think you've ever done any research into who the fuck Kyler is. <laughs> no, I have not. I don't know. Probably the best, yeah. <laughs> no. And it's honestly more entertaining to watch him pretend he's important when I don't <laughs> know who the fuck he is. Yeah, absolutely. But I might know what an astrolabe is from, you know... Sure, I feel like Shenanigans that's... of youth. Yeah. <laughs> On the high seas? Uh, uh, no stealing them, because they're an interesting <laughs> artifact. <laughs> I imagine people in the Spire randomly have old artifacts like... Oh, deaths. Astro oh, deaths. Yeah. Weird shiny compass thing made of metal. That's mm -hmm. got to be important. So it sounds like we either have semi-serious or completely batshit. Completely batshit is more of our style, but I also like having a GM who wants to not <laughs> punish us for making us making him say stupid things. <laughs> huh. Alright, uh, let us put it to a vote. So it looks like we are between uh, the Morgan Davies is out. Uh, there's the... Alright, we got the Astrolabe and we've got the Cuckoo Kachu. Uh, Astrolabe, vote one. Vote one. Cuckoo Kachu. Vote two. Like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. All right. Kyler Morgan Davis. Tiebreaker vote. This is difficult because in fiction, the choice is obvious for Kyler. But Ian enjoys being a little shit. Ian will be a little shit regardless of the name <laughs> of the... Uh, <laughs> this is also fair. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I'm going to decide this the way that uh, Ben and I's hometown decided on its name with a coin flip. What was the other option? I don't know, but it was either St. Petersburg or... Because there were like two different... Uh, uh, nationalities that helped settle it and it was between St. Petersburg and something else and they flipped a gotcha. coin and it was St. Petersburg. Um why don't I'll I'll do the flip for for fairness sake. Okay. Cool cool cool. Um I'll let you decide heads or tails. Heads um, will be Astrolabe, 
Tails will be Cuckoo Kachu. Okay. Find me. Hey, there it is. I knew I had a big coin in here. All right. Heads is Astrolabe. Tails is the Cuckoo Kachu, baby. Leave it up to fate. All right. Here we go. I'm going to put this up on video. Oh, baby. We're busting out the big guns. I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not fucking playing with you. All right. Okay. <laughs> it is heads. Oh. There we go. Oh, man. All right. Well, man. Thank I'm sorry, BB. Fucking God. <laughs> we were so um, close. <laughs> I do actually genuinely uh, love the idea of making me called the Cuckoo Kachu all the time. But <laughs> yeah, I, um, and and the connection to Walrus Team Seven is really good. I just in character think Hazel would be like, "This is a stupid name. I don't want to call it this all the time." <laughs> <laughs> so the ship is uh, by one vote per and a coin flip, which I think is about as fair as we could get it going to be called the Astrolabe. Awesome. All right. Uh, the blonde-haired gentleman nods and signs a bit of paperwork on a hard light flipboard. Is it paperwork if it's on a hard light? I... Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> do you roll down the window if you don't have a roller in? Yes, you do. You know why? Because those things stay. Because language is fluid, and fuck you. Um, <laughs> you little pedant. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Look at that. Ian got to be a little shit anyway. You got to be a little shit in me. <laughs> Better than cocaine. Um, <laughs> he hands off the clipboard to uh, a spaceport dock worker who nods, and he says, all right, would you like to meet your new ship? I've got shit to put yes. on board, so that'd be kind of nice. Excellent. Let's do it, yeah. Follow me. He leads you down the pier and over to this one area and you walk past all of these yachts and all of these just fucking ridiculous personal beautiful like high, rich people ships and all this stuff and it keeps going and things get junkier and junkier and shittier and shittier <laughs> oh no and uh Hi, sorry i think you've gone too far um and he rounds a corner and as you're saying that, you turn, and he says, I believe this will be up to your specifications. I would like you all to meet your new ship, the Astrolabe. And then you see the ship. It's delicate and sleek and white, flowing from its pointed prow like an elven blade back toward a delicate set of wings that gracefully curve downward like a bird's wings in the arc of flight its propulsion system rising in the back in the form of a set of rings that evoke the design of the very wormholes you've been hired to aid. That's nice. Toward the center of the ship is a glass-domed ceiling through which you can catch a glimpse of green vines and the massive leaves of tall, towering plants. And mirroring that on the bottom, you see a small dome with a seat inside and a turret sticking out of it. To the rear of the ship, the cargo hatch is lowered, revealing a spacious bay with plenty of room for mechs and all other sorts of things you might want to keep there. The ship itself is not huge by any means, but it looks like it will comfortably fit all of you and your new crew, and it is. 
without a doubt, sexy. A small team of drones flit industriously around the prow, and you see small lasers carving out your new ship's name. You know, I was a little worried, but here we are. Oh, I put it there just for space, and because I figured you might have some things that you might want to load on out of the prying eye of the general public. Uh, yeah, I hoist my now much heavier, uh, <laughs> much lumpier duffel bag. <laughs> totally not suspicious. Also, like, the shopping, like, the nice paper, but looks like it's made of fabric shopping bag from the high-end mm -hmm. clothing store, like. Yep, and then you've got your fucking <laughs> Bougie duffel. with my duffel bag, maybe covered in blood and viscous. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um... <laughs> Sewell, uh, Sewell, 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 Sewell. Um, <laughs> mm. I'm a sim now. Fuck me. Um, <laughs> um, walking into a wall and bonking my head for 12 hours. So he leads you on board. A, a gangplank descends, and you get on board this incredibly sleek and well-maintained ship, and. He says, give yourself a tour of the place. It's <laughs> all yours. I would say, please do take care of it. There will be consequences should something happen to it. This was not a cheap ship, mind. And it is owned by Hopkins, Inc. But consider this your home from now on. Uh, okay, I take off my shoes. Also, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I load in all my stuff. Um, Excellent. You and your ragtag group of misfits who have also gathered, they've all been doing their own fucking wacky hijinks, I'm sure, come and begin to explore the place. You wander through and you find the cabins. Basically, there are pod cabins for all of your crew. That much is easy. Hot damn. There's a, a docking station where you can lock in with other ships. There's a hangar where you can load any things that you would like to stay safe. Your bike can go there, Kyler. The the mech can go there easily. It can easily fit on. You wander through and um, there's another hatchway on the other side uh, that opens up into an arboretum. This beautiful elegant, wonderful plant environment that immediately fills you with a sense of calm. And uh, Galliar walks in and says, Oh, I quite like this. It reminds me of some of the tiki things that I was researching for my human bar. Tell me, would you mind if maybe I set up a little shop in here. A bar, perhaps. Oh. That's yeah, funny. yeah, for sure. Yeah, I vibe with that. You should name the bar Cuckoo Cachoo. I actually like that a lot. I think that sounds great. How about we call it Quum Quum Cum Choo? Quum Quum Cachoos. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> oh. Excellent. Could not let me go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you now have not an arboretum, 
but a Barbaritum. Ah, yes. That oh, sounds so much yeah. better for everybody involved here. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You are led through to the workshop where Dalian goes, ah, well, this is where I will be taking my stop. Uh, and Nimble says, yeah, I, I think this is probably where I would like to stay as well. Oka, when you get a chance, whenever, uh, just come and see me. I've been thinking about your arm a little bit, and I, I think we might be able to make some improvements. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, you go through near the Arboretum, sort of adjacent to the Arboretum, as there's almost like a window in, is the kitchen. Um, there's a, a nice, clean, pristine kitchen where Dan and Nakiri walk in and Dan goes, all right, okay, yeah. I mean, you know, any, any kitchen that hasn't been broken in always has a little bit of, you know, we go and get a little grease fire or two, but we're, we'll get there. I don't know if that's true, Dan. I don't know. <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Morgan Davies. Do you know fucking shit about cooking or do I? I know you use fire and pans. It just feels weird if a method of breaking a place in is setting it on fire. Well, I'm not gonna set it on fire. I mean, well, it's gonna happen. Trust me, this is how kitchens go. Uh, this this makes sense to me. Gotta, <laughs> says I'm, gotta break a few eggs, right? Yeah. <laughs> And then you arrive at your bunks. So there are three bunks, and there's also a suite. You pass by the chapel. It's very simple. There's just some seats, sort of like a chapel in a hospital, sort of non-denominational chapel. But there is on the pedestal at the front a radio for your grafter friends. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. And then you make your way to the front uh, of the ship, to the bridge. And the blonde-haired man is standing there waiting for you. And he says, all right, so I, uh, I believe my work here is done. One of you knows how to fly this, right? Oh, yeah, uh, baby. Uh, yo. All right. I guess the answer is yes. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> well... That's technically not part of my job, so I'm okay with it. Try not to crash it. And, uh, good luck on your mission. Thanks. Kyler points at the, uh, points at the helm and is like, now what is that? Ha <laughs> That oh, no. is, uh, where you steered the ship, Mr. Morgan Davies. Oh, right, Person who baby! Said they were going to be flying the machine. <laughs> I have one more thing before I take my leave. Mr. Hopkins requested that I share this with you. If along the way you find that any of the Hemis seeds are unwilling to help, if they are uncooperative, I have been authorized to tell you that there is a back door. Oh. Yes. Hamas himself programmed this in, in the off chance that something like this should happen before he sent them out. Now, I will give you the code. Once you use it, you should be able to 
access their root function. You see, these are learning machines. They're people, and I should say, like people. They tend to adapt and change and may take on different priorities than the one that they initially set out with. This is part of being a person. However, part of being a Hamas, which is slightly different, is that you are bound to a root serve. So, enter this code, and you will be able to gain access to their base programming. And they should be a lot more helpful after that. Sounds reasonable. What's what? <clears throat> what what what's the code? It's on this sheet of paper. Oh, okay. cool. We can like pin it up somewhere. <laughs> yes. I take a photo. You do so, and he says, "So, do you have any questions before I depart? Any final things? Any more bits of the very obvious ship machinery that I can point out to you, Mr. Morgan Davies?" <laughs> Yeah, what's that? He points at, like, the windscreen, I guess. That is a window, Mr. Morgan Davies, unless you're pointing mm. through at the seagull on the other side. Is that what that is? We're totally not going to And the that. seagull comes with the ship? No, the seagull is a seagull. Now, if you excuse me, I have other matters to attend to, but I trust you to sort this out. Yeah, I'm sure we've got this. Excellent. I have full faith in you. As does the Hopkins company. That's impressive. Should. Yes, of course. For some reason. Of course you do. Yeah, that part makes he sense. He smiles and nods and uh, walks out. And most of the crew has petered off. Uh, the captain and Nate are still standing there. <laughs> and uh, the captain says, You know. I've flown quite a few ships in my day. Well, good. Prepare to be impressed. <laughs> Excellent. Kyler, do you sit down at the, at the helm? <laughs> he does. All oh, right. No. Oh, man. You have, you have points in pilot, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You don't get your plus two, but you do get points in pilot. So, uh... Roll me a pilot check to take off, baby. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that is two successes out of the gate, and I'll go ahead and burn a light point. Sure. You had them for the session. Yeah. All right. You burn a light point. A critical success. Kyler Morgan Davies, every now and then, is not a hot mess. <laughs> um... Wow. You were for this entire trip, <laughs> but you know what? You're not now. Kyler, this thing is very intuitive. You started up touching the holographic surface, and the ship's engine intones this low hum that is quickly absorbed by the crystal. The ship raises up off the water, and you place your hands onto these two blue discs that control the various aspects of how the ship maneuvers. And as you grab a hold, the concentric circles of the discs rise up and swirl around your hands, almost 
looking like an astrolabe. And you begin to fly. You fly up and out of the atmosphere. And as Mars recedes into a pale green dot behind you, the space station Daedalus, now the uh, just, just the one side looms large. And as you approach, the ring is finally completed. And there's this great pulse of energy. It makes no sound, but you feel it, this sort of and then at the center of the ring, there is only darkness. Have you ever wondered what it's like to go through a wormhole upside down? <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, goody, because we're about to like... find out. <laughs> oh, no. Let's do it. Hazel's just like gripping onto something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Fucking punch it. That's our, that's our end game. <laughs> Fucking punch it, computer. Fucking punch it. <laughs> <laughs> There's no response from the computer. The computer's currently offline. <laughs> you, uh, yeah, you fucking punch it. And as you approach this wormhole, right before you hit the first magnetic ring leading up to the wormhole, you just effortlessly flip this thing upside down. And you are... Pulled through, and you emerge on the other side with another planet very nearby. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, wow. And thus we begin a new chapter for our three heroic adventurers. But what mysteries await them beyond the void of space? What amazing and miraculous alien vistas may they behold? What new friends and enemies will they make? What drugs will they do? Find out next time on Astronautica Chapter 3. Hey everybody, Matt here, your GM in space, 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 GM in space. Uh, just a few quick notes. First off, thanks so much for listening. We have a ton of fun making this show, and I hope you are enjoying listening to it as much as we enjoy making it. We're in chapter three now, and boy howdy, if it isn't going to be a doozy of an arc, it's going to be a blast. I'm really, uh, I'm enjoying it. I hope you are too. If you are enjoying the show and haven't already yet, why not give us a cheeky little like and subscribe? Leave us a comment on a streaming platform, tweet or post about us. We're working by word of mouth, so every little bit helps. If you would like to support us more directly, check out our Patreon. We have a ton of fun stuff over there. There's uncut recording sessions so you can hear us debating about rules and talking about all sorts of random stuff. There's music from the episodes, which I create myself. 
There's little logs from the characters' perspectives, and even some one-shot adventures that are really fun and goofy and great and amazing, and I get to play in them as opposed to GMing them, and it's a lot of fun. And you can find all that and more at our Patreon. You can look us up on Patreon, or just go to Too Many Dice's Linktree, which is linktree slash too many dice. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash the number two many dice. Check it out. And now for some quick shout outs. First off, a huge shout out to Alexander Ferguson. Alexander Ferguson, who is our first higher tier Patreon supporter and an all around amazing human being. And also a huge thank you to the rest of our Patreon supporters as well. We are really ever grateful and humbled by your continued support and patronage. It means a lot to me, to us, to all of us. And um, I hope you guys are enjoying all the silly stuff that we have over there. And you guys are making it so that we can afford to keep doing this. Uh, and if you're not a Patreon supporter, again, go over, check it out. There's a lot of cool stuff. And it means that maybe eventually we can make this our full-time job, which would be amazing. I would love to do that. Also, a shout-out to my amazing players, Ian Mutiner, Benjamin Timothy Jenkins, and Lauren Alistini, without whom none of the ridiculous and wonderful bullshit I have to navigate would exist. They're great. I have a lot of fun playing with them and seeing what they're going to throw at me because I never know and it's usually something ridiculous and I love it. Finally, I just want to thank Angie Feek, my wonderful wife and partner in crime who has been instrumental in making this happen through many, 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 many conversations and brainstorming sessions and back and forths and talks in the car and all sorts of stuff. The story's just beginning to unfold now. We're peeking over the precipice, and I hope you're in for the ride because it's gonna be a wild one. It's gonna be a lot of fun. So, anyway, thanks again. Thanks for listening. And stay tuned for more Astronautica. We'll see you soon. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.